Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. system hello and welcome to another episode of zenkai boost my name is max newland my name is blaine corliss i'm kevin hillrich and i'm max kostrak and hey guys uh this is the show where we watch and review every episode of dragon ball z kai that new fucking intro can i say yeah, yeah. well it actually updated well, not the song we, yeah we are not free from this accursed music but <laughs> But the music of the night. But the fucking it's uh, Goku versus Frieza in the intro. Yeah, animation we now. finally get this updated, and it's a, a couple pretty cool shots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they really they are spoilers. They are pretty big <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers so much that it shows off every one of Frieza's forms and Super Saiyan. Uh, like, I mean, oh man. Well, who's this blonde guy? Oh, <laughs> this is guy. This must be some new character that's getting brought in. Uh, out of, out of... Uh, that's the only thing I noticed. Blonde Goku. I was so beside myself with joy that there was a different animation. Um, I was like actually feeling excited about this intro. And you guys, um, I'm sorry, I caught myself singing along. Oh no, it's uh, happening. You're infected. Is this is this because you served your I gotta penance? say, the new animation got me into it again for a minute. Max, I'm there with you a little bit. Um, let's not dispense Maxes of a feather. L Maxes of a feather max together. Um, but let's not <laughs> let's not waste time, because this one We have a lot to talk about. We have so, so much to talk about good. in this episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Uh episode thirty, the Nightmare Raccoon come out and play Vegeta. As the what a great title too. <laughs> getting a joke in there. Raccoon beats a child. Yes, the <laughs> Raccoon kills a baby. Episode thirty <laughs> of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Uh, <laughs> Just imagine the uh, uh, the is always sunny in Philadelphia theme song <laughs> right after. It's always sunny on Namek. Hey, uh, real it is though because they have two sons. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Real quick before it's we get super. It's always into sunny on planet Namek. Do you guys feel like Raccoon's voice like changed? Uh, like he got, uh, I don't know if he got like dumber or he's channeling a little bit of Ray Romano. Dude, I was literally going to say he sounds like the voice I do to make fun of Ray Romano. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deborah, I can't find the Dragon Balls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> We actually open on Captain Ginyu, who does an extremely Max Newland thing. He's juggling the Dragon Balls as he flies, and he drops one and almost loses it. <laughs> Some of that fun self-deprecating humor, but Max Newland, if you existed on Namek and you had all the Dragon Balls, you would drop one into the oh, ocean for sure. accidentally oh. while juggling it, them. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm kind of addicted to like tossing things and catching them. Um, and it has caused problems in my life more than once. <laughs> 
<laughs> so he's like, so he he drops the ball. He go grabs it, and he's like, I gotta get this back to Frieza. And that's he does note that he needs to be more careful, <laughs> which is more responsible than most Dragon Ball Z characters. Mm. Uh, Perhaps I should adjust my behavior. <laughs> Perhaps I should learn uh, from this situation. Spoiler alert, he doesn't. Um, after this, we cut back to the main battlefield. Raccoon is raring to go. Um, <laughs> he is very confident, too. I don't know about you guys. I have extremely vivid memories of how upsetting this is about to get. I definitely remember. I did not, and this episode caught me off guard. Oh, yeah. yeah things, wow. it, things are, things are going to get very rough very fast for our uh, intrepid heroes. <laughs> I remember um, specific bits, but I also watched the Team 4-Star version a lot, so what I ended up seeing did not make sense to me from the other version that I tended to watch. It's kind of amazing that Team 4-Star is able to turn what is about to happen on this battlefield into comedy, because it's not very funny. Uh, it's not. It's it's fucked up, There's a couple guys. of little jokes that were, like, including one of the funniest <laughs> things I've seen in the show, but, like, generally, this is not funny what Raccoon does to these people. No. Yeah, immense, um, immense props to them for turning turning this into what was actually a really very funny episode yes um raccoon it, it is a generous spirit and he offers to let the kids team up with vegeta very nice of him um jace resents this very what much a though power play yeah he's, he is yeah they're they're not on board with that they wanted them to themselves it's, this is also when raccoon does some interesting posing <laughs> oh boy <laughs> So I just want to, uh, I wrote down the line here. Now you'll feel the power of Raccoon. And then he does this kind of <laughs> pose where he looks like he's flying, except one of his feet is on the ground and he's bent like flamingo style. The camera pans across the battlefield while everyone stands in stunned silence. And we get a shot, a real quick shot of Goldo's body still sitting there spewing blood from the neck. <laughs> God. I shouldn't laugh at that. You know, for kids. For kids. <laughs> is, uh, isn't this also... This is where... Sorry, Blaine. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm just trying to remember where it is. The, the, is this, this also where they offer to go for ice cream after this? Or oh, that that's later? a little bit later on. Bit later. I did make a big note of that. <laughs> okay. So Vegeta flares... We'll get there. Vegeta flares up, and he goes really crazy. Like, giant power level spike big blast of wind coming off of him according to one of the scouters it's we don't know what the base was but we know that it's 30,000 higher than it was before oh, which boy. is pretty gigantic that's, that's, um, a, that's a big yeah, number if we remember, on... earlier in this arc Vegeta was was sitting at 18,000 yes and so yeah and we know he got more powerful between then and there so he, he's got to be breaking 100k I think at this point or, or close to oh it. max uh it, there are so there are fucking essays on the internet about the power I know. levels. Of yeah, this. I bet I just made a few a few blood vessels burst. I'm really sorry, Some, Dragon Ball Z well, wiki editor. Not, I can hear not... them typing furiously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so we, sorry. We are gonna get. I don't know. We are gonna get so many oh, emails. Fuck. Do not at no. any of us about any of the wrongness with regards to power I'm levels, so please. Sorry, I know I'm wrong. Max, I, I go, will, go delete I, your Twitter right now, Max. I will know. <laughs> We're not we're not getting quite we're not quite a, up in up in the six digits yet, but we will get there. We will we will we will get there soon. So a lot of stuff happens like fight choreography wise uh, in this next moment. Um, one punch sends Raccoon flying like Vegeta smashes forward, punches him right in the jaw. 
a strong yeah. start for Vegeta. He mm-hmm. lands some very good hits here. Raccoon's, Raccoon's uh, not really responding uh, to them. Either. Yeah, so Vegeta, that one punch sends him flying. Vegeta cuts him off with what I call the Kirk punch, the Captain Kirk punch, um, <laughs> which which slams Raccoon down in the ground. Vegeta flies, flies up, flips around, lands on him with his stomach, or sorry, lands on him with his feet right in Raccoon's stomach, and then he does a big circle throw into a mountain. He, do, he yeah. does Mario 64 him. Yeah, he throws, yes. throws him across the battlefield like he's fighting Bowser. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the move that Vegeta does here on Raccoon, the laser he shoots, kind of seems like a prototype of the final flash. Uh, it is It is indeed. Too. That is that. That is a, a, a very, very, very similar to that hand gesture. And it's big. Like, it's gigantic. Oh, yeah. And then... Right after he connects, Vegeta e- makes it even bigger and then, like, causes an en- enormous explosion. He yells, this ends now! Very cool, Vegeta. And then Raccoon dies. Yep. And uh, That was really uh, quick. Episode. Yeah, uh, so are... we were worried about nothing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> um, oh, wait, hold up. Did we forget uh, about the most common anime trope? Yes, we did actually. We, we were being we were being about as optimistic as Krillin is here. Yes, uh, Krillin's like, "Wow, great job, Vegeta." Well, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Let's Next. go home. So this is something I talked about earlier. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in Dragon Ball Z Kai. <laughs> the smoke clears, and I don't know how familiar y'all are with uh, the the foot positions in ballet. Oh. Rakum is standing in fourth position with his <laughs> hands flared out at his hips. <laughs> laughing and he goes hi after all the smoke is gone <laughs> it's the best way to come out of that situation because everyone else up to this point has tried to be really intimidating or scary or just you know like and look his, at me I survived it but no Raccoon knows what he's doing his armor is like gone he's just yes. in like the tights or whatever you yeah, call and that he's, he's just got like it. a busted up unitard he is a little he is a little bloodied from this but not uh to such a degree that he's really harmed at all yeah it's not bothering him he is not it's just like... a little bit of face blood it's mm-hmm. so good uh jace resents the fact that there's a lot of dust getting in his face and birder threatens to send raccoon the cleaning bill <laughs> jace has a handkerchief by the way yes Come jace on. has a hanky protecting his delicate lungs so uh, and raccoon he's gonna Raccoom he starts... might he might get the consumption <laughs> Catching him with the vapors. Uh, Raccoon starts his retort with a knee to Vegeta's chin. And real quick here, it, it, it's a knee, but it is called the Raccoon Kick. <laughs> now uh, this... Raccoon does name all his moves after himself, which is a great power play. And and not just name, he doesn't just name his moves after himself. He literally makes everything he does a move by declaring his name and then whatever action he's taking. <laughs> Yeah, it's not very complicated. It's think... never like the Raccoon special combination. It's like Raccoon kick, Raccoon elbow, Raccoon punch. Do you think he does that outside of fighting? <laughs> Raccoon <laughs> math. Raccoon coffee. Raccoon shower. Raccoon Texas. <laughs> I pictured him with like the little visor and some tiny glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so Vegeta's like immediately outclassed here. Like he, he kind of is like doing some attacks, but Raccoon is just you know sort of waving them off like the, they're nothing. The fight has done a complete one eighty. Uh, and notably, I just want to point out right here because it's a great place to point out. 
Raccoon's unitard has been blown up in such a way God. that he has effectively the like footy pajamas uh, yeah. butt flap hanging yeah. open. You can, and you can see his crack in so many shots. There is a, there is a hole there is a hole in the ass of his leotard, and we will from this point forward be reminded of it constantly. Yeah. Nobody brings attention to it. Yeah, th- there's sh- quite the a lot of shots does. that seem to center it. <laughs> The Ginyu Force it's, is absolutely it's, used to this. It's lovingly, it's lovingly framed in almost every shot for the rest of the episode. Did, did Hideo Kojima ghost uh, like ghost write this episode? <laughs> um, this is man. So also, real quick, uh, I I do want to note here: Raccoon's noises. Just generally, if we're talking about Raccoon through this whole episode. The noises that he makes as he fights are extremely upsetting. All, all the the sounds that he makes, the words that he says, and the way that he says them, like everything. <laughs> this is a terrible, horrifying man. <laughs> this man, this man kills people while dressed as a clown. <laughs> so a little bit less Hannibal Lecter, a little bit more Ed Gein. <laughs> Um, Vegeta gets dunked into a lake, um, and thinks he's being tactical when he, like, flies around underneath and then, you know, blasts out and smashes Raccoon. Like a penguin, he blasts out of the water and he smashes Raccoon in the stomach, which seems to work until it doesn't. Oh, boy. Yeah, Raccoon, like, gets this all over again. It really is, except it's Vegeta on our side this time getting totally Weird, huh? weird um he smashes in raccoon's stomach raccoon looks doubles over in pain and then like immediately is like oh actually that didn't hurt at all uh he grabs vegeta by the waist vegeta (laughs) begins kicking his legs back and forth (laughs) which is really something with vegeta standing there with his legs like "Eh, eh, eh," and then raccoon power bombs him into the fucking ground Uh, this is this is like the second time this has happened to him this one does not this one this one does not alter the geography though (laughs) um but however at the end of it vegeta's legs are the only thing we can see sticking out of the ground (laughs) and raccoon just picks him, just harvests him from the dirt, uh, and says, you haven't kicked a bucket on me, have you? I was a bit disappointed that we didn't hear a, like, like a pop sound when he pulled him out. <laughs> I was expecting Like when that. Piccolo pulls Gohan's tail out? Yeah, I was expecting something. I was, I was surprised that when he pulled uh, Vegeta out of the ground that Bugs Bunny didn't come out as well hanging off the tip of Vegeta's <laughs> hair. <laughs> Took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Um, so Vegeta takes this second of Raccoon kind of gloating and blasts him right in the face, which seems to knock him out. And again, Krillin is like, hey, good job, Vegeta. At this uh, point, I feel like Krillin not is Not a great bombs. move. Nobody is surprised when Raccoon gets up like it's nothing. I mean, Vegeta's a little surprised. Nobody watching this show is a little surprised when... <laughs> not even a little bit. And what he says is, now you're fighting dirty just the way I like it. Ew. <laughs> uh, weird line. He's... He is a monster. Yeah, he is Raccoon like, fucking sucks. He's very scary, man. More more than any of the literal monsters on this squad, he is off. Just like what an awful, awful person this is. And such a s- shitty, like stressful, awful situation too. <laughs> this is why I think I have such strong memories of this is because 
Napa was tough, but Raccoon is like this other level of completely insurmountable and also like gleeful about it. Yeah, it's terrifying. Uh, Jason Berner seemed very confident that Raccoon is about to end it. And Vegeta, even Vegeta is surprised by how strong he is. Um, and we cut to Krillin, who's like really having a, a tough time uh, because if Vegeta dies, that's it. Like there's nothing they can do. Mm-hmm. They're going to get steamrolled immediately. So they have to keep Vegeta alive. And Raccoon chooses this moment to pull his big move out, which he calls the eraser gun. Oh, yeah, he does it's... call it the raccoon eraser gun. Oh, course. and Blaine, this is one. Of, it should be one of your favorites because oh, he shoots it out of the mouth. It's, I love mouth shots. It's a, yeah, it's and a this big, is actually. Big... I want to note the first time we see a, a mouth laser with consequences. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so, as yeah. he tries to, as he goes to try to finish Vegeta off with the raccoon eraser gun, uh, Krillin and Gohan leap into action. Krillin. Kicks him right in the back of the head, and he raccoons all over himself. Oh my God! Come on. <laughs> Are you saving that? <laughs> my favorite touch here is is the the two little pieces of laser coming out of his nose. Beams. <laughs> <laughs> and Gohan grabs Vegeta and gets him out of there. Um, He's pissed. Yeah, the eraser gun has completely annihilated an island in the distance, and we see the water slowly filling it in. Um, what Raccoon says here is, uh, <laughs> you really got me there. I have a feeling next time I look in the mirror, I'm going to be pretty upset. <laughs> <laughs> and he smiles for us, and I would say like 60% of his teeth fall out. What? His teeth are all jacked up. So what sitcom soundtrack do you feel like should be playing at that moment? Oh, laugh track. <laughs> Big laugh track as he says this. Uh, um, go- Vegeta is again really very, very Sundere about being saved. <laughs> he calls Gohan stupid. Yes. <laughs> he says his, he has so little battle sense it makes him want to throw up. Baka. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not grateful or anything. <laughs> Now, this, Blaine, is the moment that you were talking about. Um, Rakuma asks Jason Berter, would you please let me kill the kids? And he says, okay, please. Come on. You don't mind, do you? <laughs> and Berter says, yes, absolutely. But you have to take us out for hot chocolate sundaes. To which Rakuma... <laughs> which... What the fuck? Okay. What, is, what, like, what is the actual like like the actual lines that's supposed to be there? Like what is that? I I did I I didn't think to check the uh the the subtitles, but I Raccoon replies, "Awesome." <laughs> my di- my disbelief my disbelief stretches incredibly far, but that hot chocolate sundays are a thing in in these in these people's lives. I just see them at a diner. We don't really see a lot of downtime. I really want that sitcom. I Honestly, want to yes. Friends. The Ginyu, Ginyu friends. friends. Oh my god! <laughs> it even works. Ginyu F R I E N D S. <laughs> so no one told you life was gonna be this way. Who's Ross? Um, Raccoon, because he's the worst. <laughs> Frieza is Chandler. <laughs> Can I say we that? Can't I say do that? this. No, we can't do this. Yes, me too. Uh, Raccoon immediately starts to work on uh, Krillin and Gohan, and 
Ooh, buddy, he gives Krillin a raccoon kick, <laughs> and Krillin is on death's door just Krillin from the one that raccoon. All of the bones in his body are broken. He is lying out his teeth. He has to be lying. He's just like, I'm not fighting this. Yeah, he, I'm he done. Is, and he I don't him. Smart. He has completely given up at this point. He is he is in his in his heart, in his soul, he has surrendered. And is preparing himself for death. Yes. <laughs> um, Gohan is very mad about this. Um, and Raccoon is like, oh, I shouldn't have kicked him so hard, I guess. Huh? Uh, but Raccoon also is confident that Gohan is going to give up very soon. Yeah. This is also, I think, when we cut to Goku, right? How we cut Again, to a staring off of into the distance. Standing into the, <laughs> staring into the window. Like, hurry up, man. Step on it, Goku. Remember, he doesn't know how to fly the ship, so he couldn't make it go faster if he <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> and this is where the intermission of the episode falls, so I'm going to ask you guys once again to lend me your energy. Hi! Hi! <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks again for listening to Zenkai Boost. It really is uh, like unimaginably cool that you stick with us for, through all of this. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying yourself as much as we are, because this is a very fun show to make. Um, uh, I'd like to thank uh, Friedrich Hobbitler, the musician who provided the music that we use for this show. You can find him on YouTube at Cody Game Music, and he also has Twitch, I believe, so you can watch him stream, you can listen to his stuff. Um, uh, the art for our show is by Elizabeth Kostrak, and if you're wondering why that last name sounds familiar... Uh, that is from my from. little sister, Elizabeth Kostrak. You can find her at kostrak.tumblr.com. She does a lot of fun art, and you can commission her there. Um, your support through listening, it really means the world to us, and one solid that you could absolutely do is to tell a friend who likes Dragon Ball about our show. Um, another really cool way of materially providing support is to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. And of course, uh, if you go to bit.ly slash zbtipjar, you can even help us uh, chip in to cover the cost of hosting the show. Uh, we don't really pay to do a lot of advertising, so your word of mouth and support is all we have, and we are endlessly grateful for it. And without further ado, let's get back to uh, the most depressing thing in Dragon Ball Z so far. Raccoon beats a child. Raccoon nearly kills a child. Wee! <laughs> Gohan charges up a very big beam and shoots it off. With some interesting colors, too, with the yellow and the purple outline. Uh, I don't know if we've seen something that looks just like this before. No. Mm. This is a this is a color scheme we'll see on on Gohan's Masenko attack uh, for all, in a lot of this uh, this arc. Um, I thought it was really cool. Also, should we take a moment to address Goku's uh, growing personality? Since he is not referring to Go uh, Goku as Daddy anymore, he calls him Dad, and is actually fighting. oh yeah, he, he dropped the Y. Uh, he's, he's, he's getting a little more mature. He's, uh, he, th I mean, he's growing up. He's having to grow up real fast. Go on, had to grow up insanely fast. Um, um so Raccoon is completely unbothered by this Masenko and literally turns it around with his breath. Blows it away. I know we've had other moves where we're like, did he blow that or did he yell that beam away? But this is very clearly Raccoon using the breath out of his lungs to deflect a beam. Uh, and then he responds with a knife hand to Gohan's throat. Yikes. Very bad. Um, uh, meanwhile, still back still going, though. He's still going. He's not giving up. Sounds like a pretty good time to check in with Frieza. 
and Frieza has all the Dragon Balls. Uh oh. Uh, he, and he rubs them. He rubs them gently. Oh, he's <laughs> he's he's gently caressing the balls. And he is so impressed, he says that he is almost upset with himself for not calling the Ginyu Force sooner. And Captain Ginyu offers a special dance to celebrate this victory. The, the dance, the dance of, of joy. <laughs> Which okay. <laughs> And uh, by the way, you can hear him as this, uh, as Frieza talks uh, over this next bit, you can hear Ginyu in the background going, dance of joy, dance of joy, like <laughs> under his breath. And Frieza says, perhaps you could do that for me the next time. <laughs> how polite. So um, nobody told Frieza how the Dragon Balls work. <laughs> and I, I also want to note real quick here that Frieza is so excited that his tail is wagging a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he commands the balls to grant him his wish of immortality and, and eternal youth. And then both Frieza and Ginyu begin yelling like they're powering up. <laughs> Speed lines, hard cut, hard cut to nail. <laughs> we don't see what the result. this guy? What about this guy over here? Uh, he's flying in. This is the most, like, the stupidest hard cut in the entire show, I think, because this scene is so dumb. It's just him thinking, maybe I should actually go back to hang out with the Grand Elder. Should go back and see Dad. Maybe I should go back and see my dad instead of going to help the guys out. And then he turns around and heads back. Um, and we cut really right back to Frieza. They could have used his help. What? They really could have used his help. I suppose yeah. so. Um, at, at least one more person to waste a turn on. Yes. <laughs> so we cut back to Frieza. Nothing appears to have happened. And Ginyu says, "Do you feel immortal?" And Frieza says, "No, I don't think so." <laughs> <laughs> if only they had tested it. Yeah. Right. Jesus. That would be the end of this uh, sitcom. Uh, he thinks back. Frieza does to one of the um, elders who told him that you'll never be able to unlock the Dragon Ball's power anyway, even if you get all seven. Which clues Frieza into there's got to be some kind of ritual or some kind of magic a spell, key, like says. a key. Yes, a key to stick into these balls to turn them into wish-granting things, and only the Namekians know it. Um, <clears throat> so he decides there's got to be, you know, there's got to be some Nameks around, Namekians he, he, around somewhere. He flips. Well, luckily, he flips out a little bit about all the possible uh, uh, things it could be: uh, a location, a a specific way of arranging them, uh, a magic word. Uh, he's 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 freaking out a bit. He's kind of at his uh, wits' end here with this whole Dragon Balls issue, and he decides he's going to find some Namekians and go get them and and force them to tell him what's up. Ginyu offers to go distract the info, but Frieza wants to do it himself, and he uh, he measures. The Grand Elder, Dende, and Nail all in one location and decides that's where he's going to go. These new scouters seem pretty good. Pretty dang good. Um, but anyway, back to the fight. Uh, it's not going great. No. Yeah, Raccoon does not seem to be going easy on Gohan. No. Um, he he lets off a move called the Raccoon Bomber, which is just a big volley of lots and lots and lots of little blasts. Um, Gohan manages to get out of the way out of the, out of the blasts, but then he takes... Three really big, nasty hits. Um, at least as big as the one Krillin took that completely took him out of commission. <laughs> um, but he manages to get up and stagger to his feet uh, briefly. Uh, Krillin... He's gotta be strong like Dad, yeah. is what he says. Krillin uh, Raccoon, is like, please stay down. 
Raccoon <laughs> continues to be a horrible creep. At one point, Gohan says that he, he, he says he's not going to give up or that he hasn't given up yet. And Raccoon kind of laughs and goes, you will. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, he also says, yeah, they must make your species must be pretty stubborn, huh? I'm stubborn, too, he says in a big vo- in a big voice. They're like um, there's something about it's that like they're obvious threats and we've you know we you hear lines like this used as threats in 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 this series and in other series but it's the weird like it's the dumb tone of voice and the jovial way in which he says it and yes and his his absolutely unnerving facial expressions not to get not to turn this into like a deep show about smart stuff but Rakum is scary in a way that not many dbz villains are because he's so simple and like there's something about him that like is the fact that his behavior is somewhat disarming is like majorly exacerbating to how frightening and powerful and wouldn't he you is. pair that up with the fact that as the fights progress he starts to look i mean he, he like we've said he looks like a very humanist like character as yes the fights progress he starts to lose more and more of those qualities with his hair and yes teeth. like his teeth fall out and he's got like one wisp of hair remaining now <laughs> and we constant and we constantly see his no, ass <laughs> we constantly see his butt <laughs> There's something animalistic about Raccoon, and I think that's what's the most scary about him, is that he's, like, almost human. He's in that uncanny valley kind of zone. Um, Gohan launches one desperate final move. Raccoon easily evades it, and then kicks Gohan right in the neck. And just straight up snaps his spine. Yeah. There's a freeze frame. Gohan's expression goes blank. Two things happen here. Uh, One of them notices that his power level has crashed to zero, and I think Jace says, I heard his neck snap from over Yeah, here. and uh, in case you didn't, in case that wasn't upsetting enough for you, we get this shot of Gohan, like, twitching on the ground from above. That is, like, I'm pretty sure as a child when I watched this was, like, kind of scarring to me. <laughs> it's pretty messed up. Especially with kind of the timing of what happens yeah, next. Yeah, uh, Raccoon moves in to finish the job. He's complaining that it was too easy. And everyone notices a spaceship touching down. It's motherfucking Goku. Yeah, guys, it's fucking Goku time. Goku's this, here. Goku is here. This fucking triumphant music. As the smoke clears, we see the Capsule Corp logo on the ship. And then we actually see Goku standing there ready to go. And the narrator's like, what's going to happen next? And I, I was like, fuck out loud yeah. when this happened. Because I knew I knew the moment he arrived was going to be the end of the episode. But it still made here, me Here mad. we are at the end of episode 30. Goku has arrived on Namek. You know, you guys know uh, at, the, at the end of episode 30 of Kai, uh, it, it, what takes place there. That happens, that happens that? at the end of episode 65 of Jeez. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, oh. God. I feel sorry for everyone who watches hey, the original Dragon Ball Z. And Kai, how many episodes does it take for Goku to get here? Does anyone know, remember what um, episode he leaves? About 10 or 11. I think he leaves around, I think he leaves in episode 18 or 19. Okay. I'd have to, yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd have to go back and look at notes. We'll run the numbers on that for our next episode. Um, Since our next episode is going to be all about Goku yeah, being here. Next, next episode, next episode is called Payback Time, Motherfuckers. starring goku the preview is excellent lots of really good goku action in it um just him making fools out of people finally 
I forgot how much I miss Goku until this uh, moment. This is going to be some very, 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 very choice Goku action. Uh, Vegeta has been filling that gap pretty well this arc, but I am ready for what's, some Goku. What's what's Channel this Goku right into my veins. Up, what's coming up is we're, we're going to get one of those action sequences that is one of my absolute, absolute favorite things in any Shonen series, which is where we, we see the hero's progress. Yes. And, I believe uh, in the uh, online community, we call what's about to get ha- what's about to happen to the Ginyu Force getting warfed. <laughs> because in uh, Star Trek: Next Generation, anytime somebody can kick Worf's ass, that you know it's a big deal. So Goku shows off that he's a big deal. The, the only problem with that is that Worf always. Yeah, that's gets the thing. Worf's kicked. strength is really like an informed thing that if you didn't know about it before you watched it, you'd be like, "Who's this weak ass dude, and why is he the security guy?" <laughs> keep getting beat up uh anyway what is the best moment from this episode i'm gonna have to say the high yes same (laughs) i I was i gave it to krillin fucking up raccoon's eraser gun but i i i I, i'm that i can give it with that that, that's a good moment moment too now is it funnier than the ginyu force rules theme song no 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 it comes no, no. close in my heart, but Ginyu Force Rules is... Ginyu Force Rules, and I feel like we may only have one more episode left to celebrate the Ginyu Force Rules. So, all Let's together now, me. on three, one, two, three, Ginyu, Ginyu Force, Force Rules. rules. Ginyu, Ginyu Force Rules. rules. Ginyu Force Rules. Ginyu Force Rules. Ginyu Force Rules. Ginyu Force Rules. Was... Anyway, we'd like to thank you for listening to Zenkai Boost, also known as Ginyu Force Rules, the podcast about how good the Ginyu Force theme song is. Um, it, I know I say this like a lot, but it really does mean so much that you're listening to the show with us. Um, and thank you for spending your time here. Uh, do, do y'all have anything to add before we close the book on Let's this chapter? Let's close this out. Let's close this out. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrich. And I'm Max Kostrak. Power levels don't matter. No, they don't! Can you believe it?